Hi, welcome to the Landing Spot Podcast. I'm your host, Allison Noe. This show exists to trample all over the idea that feeling exhausted and terrible is just part of being a woman or an aging woman. I am a certified women's health coach seeking to provide women of all ages a safe spot to land as they learn how to truly restore hormone and metabolic health. I will interview leading experts in the field, as well as women who have personally overcome things like stubborn weight gain, exhaustion, irregular cycles, infertility, brain fog, and so much more. It is your time to move from surviving to thriving. Enjoy the show. Hey, thank you so much for joining the show today. I know you're going to get a ton of great information that our guest is giving you. But before we get started, if you are a woman who is suffering from chronic fatigue, terrible sleep, weight gain, skin issues, irregular cycles, anxiety, depression, all of the things that come with hormone and metabolic dysfunction, I would love to see if I can help you. Reach out to me on Instagram, send me a DM and let's schedule a call to see if I'm the right professional to get you back to where you want to be. And that is thriving. Ladies, we are not meant to be barely hanging on no matter what age we are. We are truly created and designed to thrive. I want to help you through some simple lifestyle interventions, achieve that. If I'm not the right person for you, I have a ton of connections in this field all over the U.S., and I would love to connect you with one of those so that you can truly live your best life. Reach out. It's at Allison Health Coach Noe on Instagram. We'll include that in the show notes. And now y'all enjoy the show. Hey, ladies, welcome back to another episode of the Landing Spot Podcast. My name is Allison, and today I have with me Kimberly Joy Ramage, and I absolutely love your name. You're actually Dr. Kimberly. Um, she has a doctorate in physical therapy, and she finds a ton of joy in helping women um, discover how to be well, healthy, and work out appropriately for their health status, their age. Um, and I think it's so wonderful to have somebody that puts as much time and effort into helping women do things the right way, um, according to their body, um, somebody that has the training and education that you do. So um, I'm jumping a little ahead because I'm just really stoked about this podcast, but let's start out. I just want to know a little bit more about you. So tell me about how you got started in your journey and we'll just go from there. Okay. Well, I um, am married and I have um, two amazing boys. And when I was working full-time as a physical therapist, when I had my boys and I wanted to stay fit and healthy, and I just had a hard time scrunching in the workouts. So it was like, either I was dropping them back off at a gun daycare, or I was having to try to rush to the gym right when it opened and try to rush back to get done and off to work. And then I was finding my time. I was choosing a workout over my family time. And I thought, no, oh, this is just dumb. And so I started kind of working out at home and cause I didn't have to look great. I didn't have to, I could just go straight from the bed to workout clothes, to turn it on what I needed to do. And then not, and then if the baby cried or if the, if anything was happening, I was around. And, and so then it relaxed me and I was able to actually get workouts in. And then as they got older, I just found that that was my success. 
And I have so many women I talk to and they're like, well, I just don't have time. And so many of us want to be just the amazing mothers, wives, whatever. And we're so busy that we don't take time for ourselves. And if we don't take time for ourselves, we can't be the amazing mother, wife, and um, worker that we need to be. And so I really felt led to be like, hey, I have done training one-on-one with people, but I just wanted a free way of saying, hey, you can fit this in. Even if you are regularly going to the gym and you need like this week, I can't get there. There's always opportunities. And I wanted you to feel comfortable with an option out there to someone you go, I know what she's doing. She's having fun doing it because that's part of it. And um, just a way to really stay healthy in a busy life and not let that be the excuse because so many of us just use that as the excuse. And then we just really get behind and then we're not the best version of ourselves. And we want to be the best versions of ourselves because that's why we get to do the most serving for others. So that's, that's my heart is just to be like, Hey, let's provide those opportunities. And then I want you to have that opportunity that's being to be successful with that. So whether or not you go through my entire program where I program accordingly, if you wanted to do it every day, or if you just want to pick and choose based off of what your needs are great, it's all there for you. Yeah, that's awesome. So she has a YouTube channel and I am so excited to introduce my clients to it because this is something that I have not been able to fill in that gap if they don't have prior training um, and appropriate proprioception and, and all of mm-hmm. these things. And I, I'm in Mississippi and I have a client in New Jersey, so I can't be there to make sure that she's doing it right. Um, and I, and I'm not filming, um, workouts. So, uh, you are filling in a gap for me with my clients and I'm so excited about this and it's free. Your YouTube channel is free and you guide women of all ages mm-hmm. through workouts. So, um, Tell me, first of all, what got you excited about this? Did anything in your practice as a physical therapist give you a passion to want to help women in this area? And later, we'll definitely touch more on the the making the time for it, um, Mm -hmm. because that's so important, too. But I want I'm I'm curious, did anything in your practice um, lead you to have a passion for helping women at home? Yes, because so many of us, like I said, don't take the time to be healthy. And if we're not healthy, we do not age well. (laughs) I mean, our bodies will go through changes. And that is also one of my focuses is really helping us age well. So there's different factors that help us age well, you know, whether that's muscle tone. So we burn more calories at rest. So we keep our joints strong. So we're not having to have as many surgeries so that we keep the um, blood sugar levels in check so that we're not having diabetes so that we're having great responses. And, um, as we age, even how we respond to our hormones, our hormones will change. Yes. And this will help with that change, we do some adjustments. And so this is a way to help us age better. And I even do things like working on balance because (laughs) so many of us don't practice our balance and it's a a win. You either use it or you lose it. Mm -hmm. And so we do the jungle gym all the time as a kid. And then as we get older, we stop working on balance. And so I'd see so many patients coming in, even you know, early forties and they don't have their balance because they're never practicing. They're sitting down to put their socks on. And so even practicing balance, it's part of one of the factors that we look at on how we age and how we're getting better and how we are going to stay healthy longer, longer. And so 
all of these factors. And it's like, I don't want to just work with it. Um, the sick, I want to work to get people there before that hand. And so that's also my passion is like, I, I loved helping people, but I really love helping people get there before they're at that spot. Right. And to help you maybe not ever have to go into the physical therapist or the doctor or whatever to really get yourself honed in. And so that's, that was a lot of my motivation too, is just that let's get you healthy and staying healthy so you can age to the best of your ability. And again, that's how we stay um, strong for others and serving in whatever capacity that is, whether that's at your family, that's at your church, that's at work, whatever that is, you can't serve to the best of your ability unless you are healthy. And, and so that's, that's part of my motivation with that. Yeah. I love that. The preventative aspect, it's, it's so underrated and underappreciated mm-hmm. until you lose something. And, and one thing that I think women are still nervous about muscle because Mm -hmm. we have it in our minds all the time that we need to be smaller. We need to be smaller. We need to be smaller. And so my, one of my goals for this show is prevention, you know, um, knowledge, information and prevention so that this next generation of women aren't scarred by being on birth control too long. We're not experiencing the infertility. So there are just so many things that um, women are going through right now that could have and should have been prevented. And uh, so when I talk to women in their 20s and, and early 30s, now is the time to put that muscle on when your hormones support it. And then it's just like you said, then start working on your balance. And we want to keep muscle because the longer that we stay mobile, the more, the longer we stay independent. And I think one thing that, that has hit home for women is when I tell them that the number one cause of death for the elderly population is as a result from a fall. Mm -hmm. So, um, whether that's an, you know, an infection, they get in the hospital because they fall and there's so many different factors, but that's the number one killer. And that's the, the, quickest way that we lose our independence is we don't have that mobility. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that. It's, it's the time is now, whatever age mm-hmm. you are as a woman, the Absolutely. time to work on yes, mobility, strength, all of these things. It is now. And so many of us get in the idea of like, well, this is just part of the aging factor. And there are so many lies out there that, <laughs> tell you this is typical for aging. And it's like, no, it's not, it's common, but it's not supposed to happen that way. (laughs) And there's a difference. And so I really am honing in maybe because of my age, (laughs) I'm hitting that age where we're, my hormones are changing and and they change. And we we've learned some lies that we need to be telling ourselves of, you know what, you can age gracefully and you can do this and you don't have to buy into the lie. And so some of that is, You know, we're so nervous as women to lift weights when, because like, well, I don't want to bulk up. I want to lean down. Guess what you do? You lift weights. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Guess what burns more calories at rest? Oh, lifting weights. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, how can I be, you know, doing life better? And guess what? Guess what balances out your hormones as you age and stimulates that neurosystem that your hormones used to do? Oh yeah. Like lifting weights, doing this cardio. Those are important factors to helping you get through that system and not have so many of these 
lies that we tell ourselves. Yes, there's going to be changes, but they don't have to be as dramatic as most of us think they're going to be because we, we there's steps in the process. And so that's where I love the idea of like getting that information out there of saying, Hey, there's ways to do this. And here's some tools and I'm offering them for free <laughs> at the end of it, right? Like here's some ways just do these workouts, you know, and, and, and this will help you get better and feel better. But the key to doing it day after day is you got to have joy with it. That's, that's my, that's my motto though. Like if you don't have fun, you're not coming back tomorrow. <laughs> yes, that's so true. Um, so of course there's gotta be a lot of fun in the mix. <laughs> yes. When I have women ask, um, what's the best time of the day to work out and what, what's the best workout? Well, the best time is when you'll do it consistently. Mm -hmm. and uh, the best workout is what brings you joy. You mm -hmm. know, if you're going in dreading your workout every single day, then the, the signals, this is given to your nervous system that you mentioned. This yeah. is, this is not the way, to, the way to do it. Um, and, and something that you talked about too, um, lifting weights, your answer to just about everything, right? Lifting weights. <laughs> women, if you want to get leaner, it is not extensive cardio, which can jack your hormones up and cause your body to go into fight or flight, which tells your body to hold on to everything, right? So mm -hmm. your body is not going to burn fat. It's going to hold on to it for dear life because it's in fight or flight. Um, but lifting weights is going to help you get leaner because as you mentioned, you are able to burn, um, energy more efficiently as mm -hmm. you move about throughout your day. And, and something that's very important that you touched on that I want to talk more about is this misconception that we feel like crap as we age. And, and mm -hmm. I, I will say it time and time again, I speak to women all over the US and I cannot tell you how many times these women have told me that their physicians, their doctors told them, oh, well, that's just part of being your age, whether mm -hmm. it's not being able to lose weight, not being able to sleep, chronic fatigue, headaches, that their answer is that's just part of being a woman and or part of being a woman, your age. Exactly. The, <laughs> those of you not that are just listening and not watching this, the face that Kimberly just made, it's so frustrating because that is not true. Mm -hmm. We, we don't have to feel bad as we age. In fact, we can feel really, really great. Yes. Yes. And every season has something different. And so finding the joy in the new season. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then finding ways to find that joy and being successful in it is so powerful mm. instead of dreading it. Right. And, and there's even research showing that women who dread the change of menopause have worse symptoms than those that just tackle it, you know, straight on. And so it's, it's, it's very interesting, like that mindset, right? Like let's, let's not have that mindset that it's going to be miserable. Let's have the mindset of like, Hey, I'm going to do everything I can and find out what I need to do to make this successful. And that's going to be half of it just right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, there are some benefits, um, when, when you're not having the constant drastic changes in hormone levels, you can fast longer. You can work out harder all the time rather than having to worry about what week you're in, in your cycle. So you don't, you know, um, shunt off progesterone, you know, it's so nuanced when you're still in childbearing phases, mm -hmm. but once you hit that menopausal age, you can kind of attack things a little bit more like a 
man. And that's a good thing because it's easier to stay consistent when there's not all this guesswork and charting. And yeah. So when our estrogen though goes down, it's harder to put that. And, and, and also that testosterone, it's harder to put that muscle on. And mm-hmm. so then actually increasing that weight training is so important because we mm-hmm. need to keep that, you know, every decade we start losing after about 30, we start losing, you know, percentage of body mass. And, and we want that lean muscle because that's one of those indicators. And so we've got to say, okay, now it's time to even up it more. Mm-hmm. So when we think like, oh, let me hold to groceries for grandma, actually don't, you know, like that. Let her do the work. That's actually why, that's why we saw so many years ago, these people work in their farms until they were really healthy and they didn't have so many problems because they stayed working and consistent. And so we're just kind of trying to follow that model a little bit and get back to that. Like, no, keep working, put the weights on. This is actually when your body's going to respond to it and needs it because it's not getting that response from the hormones. Now you're putting this on to stimulate it in a different way to, to help you, um, keep that body mass and and that strength. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good point. We, as a society have just drastically changed the way that we live. And I have some friends who are kind of reverting back to homesteading and now they have cows and, and all these things and they're constantly covered in bruises, but they're shredded now, you know, my my female friends, because they, they are working with livestock, livestock every day. And it's, you know, they're using their bodies, their muscles Mm -hmm, every mm -hmm. single day. So just like Mm -hmm. you said, that's the way it used to be. Um, and just to some degree is the way that it still should be. So I love the the example that you gave. Don't carry grandma's groceries in. Um, you know, <laughs> my grandma's detrimental. <laughs> yeah. My grandmother won't let you. She is 90, almost 92 and, and she's got it. She's got it. But um, yeah, I think that's a good point. Let people do as much physically as they can, as long as they possibly can. So Absolutely. um and that you mentioned, so there, there's actual statistical data that, that shows that, uh, women who go into menopause with information and a plan of action, um, fare better than those who dread it. And I mm-hmm. think that's so true for everything. The more I learn about the female hormonal cycle, you know, it's not now growing up for me, it was just that dreaded week, the, the bleed week. This is mostly a female audience. So we'll just get real (laughs) and talk about it. And that's when, um, you know, that's pretty much all we were taught is, yeah, there's this week where your stomach's going to hurt. You're not going to feel good. And it's just really inconvenient. And that was it. But Mm -hmm. now that I am learning and, you know, diving into what it means to ovulate, which is even more important than the actual period and how this is a reflection on a woman's health. It's kind of exciting. And so I think if we can learn as much as we can about why all these things are happening and make mm-hmm. these changes accordingly. So, so from your story, um, would you mind sharing maybe some of the things that you personally have um, done in order to prepare or have coached women in um, preparation for hormonal changes over the different years um, mm-hmm. to set themselves up well? Yeah. So um, 
the lift, right? Getting people into lifting weights. And I don't mean lifting weights by like one or the five pound dumbbells. Those are those, what you know, like, oh, I want to sculpt. Yeah, that's not going to do the work. Right. So um, we got to get that heavier weight on there and different ways of doing that, right? Sometimes it's, it's going to be, maybe a medium weight that you're doing quite a few reps with. And then there's times where you're just going to lift some heavy stuff and learning how to stabilize and working on that core to really give yourself that success with that lift. And then really understanding how to fuel your body for that, right? We, we, as women also don't like to eat protein. Typically that's the men that like to do that, but the value behind the protein is so crucial. So I always get back to not all the things that we should be doing, but why I might want to do it. And so I tell people, Hey, if you lift heavy weights, guess what? You burn calories after the workout for up to sometimes 72 hours after the workout. Okay. Sign me up for that. Okay. When I do cardio, I'm pretty much done. Maybe an hour after that. Oh, so that's a positive when I eat protein. Oh my goodness. I burn more calories. And when I just sitting here, And digesting the protein burns more calories than digesting the carbs or the fats. Okay, that sounds better to me. So you kind of put them in ways of like, let me entice you of why you want to do it. There's all these other reasons why we want to do this. And they're so important. But sometimes you just have to have those little motivation of like, I I do want to feel good, but I also want to look good. So let's, let's also put it in that category. And so I always make sure that we're really stemming from like, Yes, I see the health benefits, but also tell me some of the fun benefits so that it really does actually motivate me and I want to do that. (laughs) And so really working on that and then just adding in that joy of finding some of these ways, like don't get rigid in that this is the only thing. Like I've never given out meal plans because I go, when the meal plan's not there, what are you doing? It's, It's teaching you how to meld this into your lifestyle. It's teaching you how to put the workout into your lifestyle because then you'll do it when I'm not around. That's what motivates you. That's you see the value of it and you understand it and then you can continue on. And so finding those ways. And then as we do that, we start lowering our stress, we start sleeping better and all of those are health benefits. And so kind of walking women through those steps at a time is so powerful because the results are incredible when you start putting in some of these small things, but making sure that we also see all the fun and value behind them. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, and I think the dangling the carrot essentially, which for most women is calorie burn because it's what we grew up, you know, Mm -hmm. understanding. Mm -hmm. But then as a woman commits and she starts taking action and then all of a sudden she's got more energy in the evening and then we can, yeah, let me tell you why. And so then those teachable moments, um, appear and I love seeing light bulbs go off. And I know that, um, you know, you're explaining some of these things while you're working out, demonstrating in your videos. And so I love that. Um, and, and something that you touched on the cardio versus weightlifting. Um, so cardio, you may burn more calories during that activity, Mm -hmm. just as you said, when you're done, that's pretty much it, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but you, so you said when you do an activity like weightlifting that you are burning for sometimes up to 72 hours after that workout, Mm -hmm. 
because your body is having to rebuild all of that, right? You you're micro tearing those muscles. And so that rebuilding is burning calories just to say, I've got to just get back to work. It's also stimulating your brain to say, I should burn some fat because this person needs muscle. And that's the other trigger, right? So it's saying, wow, the other part I'm not against cardio because it's really great for your, your health. It's, it's great for your mind. It's great for your heart, but, um, adding those hit training, those real high intensive training that also stimulates that nervous system a little bit more compared to, and, and you'll burn more afterwards compared to our typical cardio. So I do a lot of that training too, because that stimulates your brain to say like, man, you need a lot of energy. So I'm going to burn this fat over here. I'm not going to burn the muscle because I see that you're using it. And so again, we're tricking that brain into telling us what we need to burn. And so those, those side effects are are phenomenal. When we start tricking that brain of saying, no, I am using all of these fibers. I'm using all of this system. And so you need to grab this fat over here and not my muscle because I'm using that. And so, um, you really see people start maybe not changing the scale a lot, but man, they change inches because mm. they start leaning down because that lean muscle is, is smaller than the same amount of, um, weight as fat. And so they start leaning down and that's when they go, wow, I feel really good. And I feel strong. And then what's my favorite is that I really exercise in a way that's functional. So I want it to be that it doesn't just feel good in the gym. So when I was younger, I would do things in the gym and then I would like, I was out of breath going up the stairs and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I just did all this cardio on the, you know, the stairmaster. Why am I not? Because you, we weren't training some functional movements. And so now I'm doing the laundry and it's not bothersome. I'm picking up the kid. It's not bothersome. I'm, I'm doing these activities in functional life. And then you start seeing like, Hey, that gym actually worked because I feel better doing this and this. And so life is easier and better. And so I I really believe in that functional movement pattern so that we are translating what we're doing here. It's not a waste of time. It is helping you in every aspect of your daily life. Yes, that is what I appreciate so much about having a physical therapist also demonstrate workouts because functionality is one of the high points for me for exercise. I have noticed, um, I not very well, but enjoy doing CrossFit workouts sometimes (laughs) and, um, which is a totally different style, but I remember somebody saying, well, when is the last time you actually had to use like a power clean movement in real life? Um, well, my granddaddy in his last two years had a lot of falls and I was fortunate enough to be there to help my grandmother, um, when he would fall. And when you're picking up dead weight, you Mm -hmm. know, luckily I had just enough decent form that I was able to do that and help my, because my grandmother couldn't, she's the same age and as he is. And so, um, it, it really hit me wow, how blessed am I that I had just this little bit of skill so that I could help pick him up. Um, And so I think about now, you know, we as women, we have to carry all the grocery bags in at at one time instead of in trips. And so when we're we're doing functional deadlifting, you're deadlifting to get that laundry basket moving around. I mean, it's serious. Or even if you're doing yard work, all of that, it, it is very translatable. And if your body's not used to moving that way. So when I'm in the, in the clinic, we're seeing like most of the time, it's not like a, someone will go, well, 
my back just started hurting when I shaving my legs. Okay. It wasn't shaving your legs that hurt your back. It's all the accumulation times of doing it wrong over time. And your body gave out. So when we start training in ways that are functional, then everything we're doing in daily life, when we're cleaning the house, when we're, you know, working in the yard, we're not injuring ourselves because our body knows how to move. And that is actually what's keeping you out of the doctor's office. And so that was also kind of the, the, the power behind really functional training and being in that gym is not just like, it's great to do heart healthy stuff, but you've got to do some stuff that really helps you translate into everyday life so that those are successful. So you're not having all those back surgeries and, you know, sometimes things happen, but that is usually it's the accumulation over time that has those injuries. And, and so if we can reduce that risk, man, that's powerful. Yeah. That that's, um, something that I hear a lot. I'm a couple of months away from 40. And so getting to that age now where we're starting to hear more and more, yeah, I just turned around to look at my kid in the car or, you know, just one simple movement and it has somebody out of whack for weeks, sometimes months at a time. Mm -hmm. And so I think no matter what style of workout you enjoy supplementing with the functional movements that you teach is so important um, so that we are moving well frequently. Yeah. yeah I love that. Yeah. Um, and I so do love CrossFit. So I have done that over time. We used to own a CrossFit gym and I, and I do love that. Um, and they do a lot of functional movement in there. I have some friends though, that have had trouble with it because they're so competitive. They don't listen to their body. And mm -hmm. so sometimes I'm just like, okay, as long as you can go in there and make sure that you're able to reduce the, the today's day, not a day. And I talk about that all the time in my mm -hmm. videos don't pick up the weight that you think you should be doing because sometimes you can't wait lift as much today as you did yesterday because mm -hmm. you lifted yesterday. Just know that. And you got to push yourself, but also listen to your body. And so understanding and helping people understand like how to listen to that and say, Hey, you know what? I didn't sleep very well. I have a higher stress level today or whatever that is that changes how you, how you are in the gym and that's okay. You're in the gym. That's the important part. And then listen to your body and push yourself to the best of your ability for today. Yes. That, um, we have a local chiropractor that often says your ego is not your amigo. And, <laughs> and that's brilliant. And, um, that that's such a good point because as much as I enjoy the community and everything about CrossFit, uh, you, especially when you get into the mid thirties and beyond, if you're, if you're letting your ego, you know, control your workouts, you're going to suffer and it's not mm -hmm. going to last as long or be as beneficial. Um, fortunately I've never been much of a threat on the scoreboard. So <laughs> unless it was a running workout, then, I'm, you know, so my ego has <sighs> stayed in check, but it is, it, it is something that I've noticed when I push um, you brought up something so valuable. If you didn't sleep well the night before, that's mm -hmm. not the day to go out and try to PR, um, right. which means personal record or go lift as heavy as possible or do a bunch of heavy, heavy repetitions. Um, things like where you're at in your cycle, you know, that can affect your mm -hmm. joint stability. Um, mm -hmm. Dr. Stephanie Estima talks a lot about that, which I think is so neat. And if that's something that, you know, you want to talk a little bit about, um, I think it's so valuable again, to understand where we are in our hormonal cycle can affect how we work out. 
Absolutely. And it's all pieced together. So I always talk about like, there are so many factors that are adding into your workout. Okay. So it's your sleep, it's your stress level. It's where you are in your hormone levels. It's where you are with what workouts did you do the yesterday and the day before? Did you have a rest day? Did you have workout heavy? All of these factors throw into the mix. And so, so many times we just are like, but this is what I did before. Great. That's not what we're doing today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and being okay with that. And so you'll notice like when I do my workouts, I have a range of weights because I'm like, yeah, I think this is where I'm starting. You know what? I need to go down. And I show myself going down because I want them to say like, Hey, she has to adjust too. It's not like she knows which I'm like, Ooh, I am more fatigued than I thought I would be. So I'm adjusting my weight so that I can keep that form today, you know, and, and just showing that and being that example, because so many times we see someone we're like, well, they got it all together and they know exactly what to do. Like, no, I'm showing you how I adjust just like I'm expecting you to adjust. So, you know, find value in that. We push ourselves to the best of our ability today. Yes. Yes. That's so important to learn how to listen to your body. And it is very hard to understand the signals that your body is trying to give you if you are in a state of chronic inflammation. So, mm-hmm. you know, sleep, stress, your nutrition, all of these things affect your ability to understand what your body is telling you. Um, and so it's really important. And uh, one thing that that you said that I love is that you are a real person showing real adaptations um, in CrossFit. It's scaling, but there is no mm-hmm. shame in doing what is best for your body that day. That is why you're there to begin with. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And so and not being shame, you know, so many of us are like, well, that kind of embarrasses me. It embarrasses you more when you go to the doctor for it, you know? <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So let's keep it in perspective, you know, yes. and, and it's okay. It's okay. Yes. And, and, and necessary women don't always do that. Well, no, don't. no. <laughs> Um, well, and, and so, so many things change over time. So the way that we used to stay fit in our twenties, guess what? About 35 and up, it's not the same. You can't eat mm-hmm. like you used to, you need to work out differently. I mean, all of these things change and that's, you know, over a decade. Um, but as you mentioned, there are nuances that occur every single day. So, um, so tell me a little bit about what you do um, it, on your YouTube channel, because I, I was looking through it and it looks like you've got different programs, you've got challenges. So talk to me about some of your favorite things that you've got going on. So I um, started with just giving some workouts, kind of like what you do for the week and so forth. But I really wanted to give programming, you know, programming is so important. And so I really came in with some programs, like let's do it like a 10 week program. Let's do a five week program. Now, whether you do every workout or if you just do some of them, great. It's that they're there and you can see a pattern of why I chose what I did. Okay. So we're building on each other or we are changing it up because that change also excites the body and the mind. So we're not like, Oh, I've already done this. I don't want to do this again. Right. Oh, this is kind of a little bit different. Okay. And then also the body is like, wow, I have to adjust. I, this is a little different. I have to adjust. And so that stimulates the, the nervous system in a different way. And so having these programs, so I have different programs and then I always put them in different categories for playlists so that it's real easy for people to find. So sometimes it's like, you don't want to jump. There's a no jumping 
whole catalog of workouts. But I will say, even in my jumping workouts, I'm always showing modifications. Don't want to do jumping jacks? Let me show you how you do step jacks. I'm always showing it. So even though it may say jumping in it, I'm always showing you modifications because I want to make sure everybody can do it. We're all doing the same thing. It just looks different. You know, maybe you're making some adjustments or maybe you're able to do one jump and then the rest are step jacks and you start building up in that way, all of those levels. And so you can go in and you can see playlists for time. You can see playlists for no jumping or no equipment. So maybe if you're traveling, you're like, oh, I'd really like to do a workout. Great. There's some different ones in there for time or maybe equipment level. And so I wanted to make sure I had all these different things because that's the tools I want when I'm traveling or there's times where I'm like, I don't have a lot of time. I would like to get in a quick workout. What can I do? And then you just have someone telling you what to do and, and it's got a warm up. It's got a cool down. All of that is in there. You don't have to think past, just enjoy yourself and say, yay, I did something for myself. I am successful. And now I can actually be more successful today as I continue on because I did this. And so that's, that's kind of my goal behind that. Yeah. Being able to do these anywhere and, Mm -hmm. and anyone is able to Mm -hmm. do it. So, um, I want to emphasize that point to the listeners. It does not matter if you are brand new to working out or you are a pro she's got you covered in these workouts and every single workout, she's going to show you the different ways that you can do it to make it more intense, harder, uh, more advanced, or, moving your body appropriately to your Mm -hmm. skill level. Um, So that is wonderful. One thing that I want to go back on, because I meant to ask you about this a minute ago. So we were talking about HIIT training versus Mm -hmm. steady state cardio. So Mm -hmm. I want to um, give clarity on that because some people may not know the difference. So HIIT, H-I-I-T, right? High Mm -hmm. intensity interval training or steady state. Um, Can you tell us the difference in the two and why we prefer to focus more on HIIT training. And sometimes there's like a variation in that HIIT training, but there's times where you are really going at full capacity and then you're taking, it's real short bursts and then you're taking a break and then you're going real for full bursts and you're taking a break. And sometimes we're doing pretty high intensity, maybe not full intensity. And then we're taking some breaks those stimulate that nervous system in a different way. And what's crazy about it is that it also helps you with your long distance. Long distance is never going to help you with the short intensity, but the short intensity helps you with long distance. And so it's, it's, it's so powerful because it doesn't take as much time. So us busy people, yay, but the results are incredible. So you'll, you'll burn more. So again, it's great to get these longer endurance, slower paced activities. Maybe that's a run, maybe that's a walk. Um, those are great and powerful for the heart and just for your mental capacity, just getting maybe some outside time, maybe getting that vitamin D in there. Those are great options, but to add these other in, especially as we age, they're showing so much power by stimulating. Again, we don't have, as we age and we go into menopause, we don't have the hormones to do some things that that used to do that stimulated some things that didn't, that, that aren't getting done now. And so to counteract that doing some things like HIIT training and, and heavy lifting is stimulating their finding that body to mimic some of the things that we, in a different way to mimic that, that's not happening from their hormones so that we can still be active and strong and healthy and then age beautifully. And so those are powerful pieces. So it doesn't matter where you are in your age range. 
if you're young and if you're old, these are powerful moves. It's just that we kind of get told like to make, take it easy as we age instead of keep it up or even ramp it up as we age. And so wanting to make sure we're really understanding the difference and, and, and the power behind that and, and what it's doing to our body. It's not just burning more calories and making us look good. It is stimulating our body into a hormonal effect that's helping increase the density of our bones. It's helping to um, stimulate and, and strengthen those joints. So we're not, you know, risking injury. All of those are important factors that we want to keep as that healthy, as we age. And so that's why we were working on all of those aspects. Yeah. So when we are younger and, you know, I'll use teenage years and twenties, um, our hormones support or our physiology just kind of does things for us, right? It supports muscle mass and, and strong bones. And, uh, so we don't have to work at it, um, quite as hard. We, you know, it's always beneficial of course, to, to work on our health. Um, but we, we just have the support of uh, younger hormones, but as we age, like you said, we can still have all of those feel good effects. We just have to work for them at this point. So our physiology isn't doing it for us. Essentially, um, we are mechanically creating these opportunities for our bodies to be in these good places. So, um, that was a brilliant point you made. We don't need to slow down as we age. We really should ramp it up. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, I, um, wanted to, uh, ask because you love laughter. So just tell me <laughs> some of yes. the, uh, um, you said you have at least, I sent her a pre-show interview form and she says she has at least one good laugh a day. So- Absolutely. And much more usually, but yeah. I mean, at the minimum. <laughs> So do you create these opportunities? Are you a prankster or do you just find a lot of joy in daily life? Tell me a little bit about that. Yes. All of it. It's, um, there's so many ways to find laughter in what you're doing. Uh, I like to be silly. Um, so I still act as young as my kids. (laughs) I love playing hide and go seek still, you know I mean? I just, I, I love finding that and just like breaking out in song and a dance and just being silly and, and finding ways to laugh at yourself and to laugh at the situation because laughter does so many things, right? It's not just enjoyable, but I mean, it actually burns calories. It helps your immune system. It also, um, decreases the blood sugar levels and it helps decrease cortisol and the stress levels. And so guess what? (laughs) There's no side effects to laughter. And so it's like, really, it is the best medicine. And so I am laughing. You cannot find a video of me not laughing or having something smile on my face because it's about finding it's like, and I'm half the time I'm laughing. I'm like, I hate this workout, but I'm still doing it. And then I just kind of break into laughter. Like, Hey, you know, sometimes you just got to laugh your way through it. We can do it, you know? And that's what I find like you know, today I was even, I think I did a Instagram reel on just me. I didn't want to clean the house. I just didn't want to do it. But then I started breaking out in song and dance. And so I just did a little video of like, Hey, sometimes we can just do that. And that's how we have to look at this in life. And I've always thought that way, but it wasn't until maybe a year or two ago that my son was like, that's what he sees the most in me. 
is, is my laughter. He's like, oh, well, I can hear you across the room, mom. When we're in, when we're in, a, in anything like big church or something, I, I can tell you're laughing. You're always laughing. I'm like, I am. And he's like, oh yeah. And so that to me is that I am showing him that life is about joy and laughter and, and enjoying every moment you have. That was like, yay. I'm glad I'm spreading that. <laughs> that has me in tears just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, we have, we have the choice, you know, mm-hmm. to shift our perspective. And, um, I think that there, there are so many opportunities to not take ourselves so seriously. Um, you know, this is a, our guest today is a woman who has a doctorate degree and I, I, in my undergrad degree, most of my classmates were going on to PT school. And so I've kept up with them and that is not an easy program at all. Very, very hard. Okay. (laughs) Who am I telling? Right. Um, (laughs) And, but, but this is, you, you did that. You're a mom and a wife and you still take opportunities to just have fun, not take yourself so seriously because we've got cameras in our face all the time. I think everybody feels this underlying need to be perfect, to have it all together. And we were talking before we started recording that one of our favorite things about watching some of our favorite, you know, YouTube people and, and podcast host is when they mess up and they just keep (laughs) rolling because we're like, Oh, you're human too. Yes. So relatable. Yes. And, and I do mess up quite often in my workouts. (laughs) I'll be like, Oh, I meant to do this. Keep going. We're going to do this. We've got it, you know? Um, but yeah, the, the laughter and just, and so that's where I, like I say, you're not going to show up tomorrow if you're not having fun. So that's what kind of gets you back there. And I just don't want, I'm like, I have a lot of wrinkles. I feel like because of my, my laughter, but man, that's the best. I mean, that's, that's living. That's, that's the best life, right? It's like, I'm aging with wrinkles because of my laughter. That's good life. That's Mm, a good life. I love that. I love that. I don't see her wrinkles by the way, (laughs) y'all. But yes. Um, I, I think too, that I think it's so sweet that God has already given you an opportunity to hear your family say that because it really resonated with you. And now it's even more important to you and to all the mamas out there that are working so incredibly hard for their families. Don't forget that they are going to remember your laughter. I mean, if you take anything from this, do you, you know, do you want them to remember you laughing and smiling and and bringing them joy or, you know, I mean, it's a hard world, especially for mamas. Mm -hmm. I just, the amount of admiration and respect that I have, it, it just increases exponentially every day as I see y'all working so hard, but, um, this is such a sweet reminder to, to do what you have to do for yourself so that you can give and serve. And you said that at the very beginning, um, was there a time in your life where maybe you felt like I'm not giving my best to my family or my career because you had to put yourself on the back burner or your health on the back burner? Have you just always understood that it has to be a priority? I think that, um, I probably did 
I think that all new moms don't know how to do that. <laughs> it's just a, it's, it's a capacity of like, I am now in charge of this life. And that means everything, everything's for them. And, and, and then we step back and we're like, well, you know, that's, that's not actually how God, God prioritizes. God prioritized me to first do this with my husband, then my child, but I also need to be healthy for them. And I need to give myself, I don't mean just always just everything's about you, but taking time for your health is the way you're going to be set. And when I didn't, I wasn't emotionally a nice mom. Like I'm just kind of like, and I don't want to be that way. Right. You want to be the laughter and the fun. And that comes from having a healthy mindset. That's giving yourself your body, those healthy tools, whether that's through nutrition, whether that's through, um, just some prayer or quiet time for yourself. It doesn't have to be long, but it has to be there. And then really having that gratitude heart, all of those aspects, and then adding in things like exercise, all of those parts are keeping you healthy. And that's allowing that joy to spill out now and to serve your family to the best capacity. And you feel good doing it because you're enjoying it because your body feels good, right? You feel good in mind, body, and spirit. And that's, and that's so important in, in how we do this. And I want to be the best version for myself so that I'm the best version for my family and for my community and everything that I'm doing in full capacity. Yeah. The, the trial and error too, in your journey, um, I, uh, I heard grace. I heard you extend grace for yourself. Um, there was a couple, I think it was a TV show I was watching, but they said from zero to one child was earth shattering <laughs> because like you said, all of a sudden you have this new life and you don't know what you're doing. And so I right. think it's really natural that women will put themselves on the back burner and there's no shame in that as you are learning. Mm -hmm. And then, um, it, it, this couple said, you know, going from one child to two children, uh, that wasn't as big a deal because they, they had figured out their rhythms at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, giving yourself some grace and, and just learning, taking one day to evaluate what is one thing I can do today that will help me be a better mom, a better wife, a better fill in the blank. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we think, oh, pursue another degree or, you know, bring the best snacks to soccer practice, but it's really probably going to be write out 10 things I'm grateful for. Right. And we get so good, bad at comparing ourselves. And I'm, I'm always like, yeah, I didn't do a good job, you know, posting the picture of the first day of school and I didn't do this over here and we can get really comparing and, and it just steals everything from us. It steals that joy. Instead of just being like, I say all the time, do one thing to be better today than you were yesterday. It, and it doesn't have to be big. Maybe it's like, Hey, I added it in a fruit or vegetable. Great. Or I got that workout in and I didn't think I could do it. Great. I, I spent some time laughing with my kid. Great. You know, all of those ways. And so we stop comparing and we just start looking at, I'm just going to try it. I'm not going to overwhelm myself. I'm just going to do one thing better today than I did yesterday. That's it. And when we do that and we consistently do that, man, when we look back, we see such a difference in ourselves because we're like, I added some things in just one step at a time. And that consistency made me get to this point where I feel healthy and strong and fit and, and whatever that journey is, whether that's, you know, a great, better mindset, like we said, with gratitude towards our family, whether that's um, feeling healthier in our body, feeling healthier in our mind, right? All of those aspects. It's just that one little step each day to say, I'm going to do something better today than I did yesterday. <laughs> I think that was one thing that 
I really appreciated about your videos is that yes, you're, you're teaching the workouts, demonstrating the workouts, but you also incorporate some mindset stuff in there. And it's so important. Before I started working on mindset, I was an eternal victim. Things happened to me. You know, my life was out of my hands. And and to to realize how much control we do have and then being able to let go of the things that we don't have control over. Um, as I age, the serenity prayer becomes more and more <laughs> real life to me. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's precious to me now. I think that one of the greatest gifts God has given me in the past couple of years is accepting things that I can't change in a way that doesn't mean that I'm, I'm comfortable with it, that I like it. Mm -hmm. um, there are things in my life that I wish were different, but at the same time, just praying for and receiving peace because this is where I am. So what am I going to do with it? Um, so, well, Absolutely. I, I want to hear how people can find you. Um, so Instagram, <laughs> YouTube, all of that stuff, tell us all the good things. And we will also include this in the show notes, y'all. So Kimberly Joy Fitness is where you can find me on YouTube. And then you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook. And I'm always sending out something fun or, you know, some tips or just enjoying life. <laughs> so any of those options, um, I'm, I'm available, but, uh, please check out the YouTube channel because it's just fun to share that with people and say, and, and, and to hear remarks back and, and to hear people like, yeah, this actually helped me. And, and what's also fun is that I really target women because honestly, women are the ones who tend to do these videos. They, they tend to not, the, the men aren't as gravitated, but what I have found is that I have several couples doing them and because they found like, well, we could do this together. Well, one of them is my parents. They do my videos <laughs> every morning and I, they, my dad just turned 75 and he does my videos. And my mom is a beautiful, already turned 73 and they do my workouts and they look amazing and they're aging well. And so I'm like, Hey, any age can do this. But I did see that several couples are doing that because it was a way to do that together. They're like, Hey, we could work out together. That's something we could do together and stay healthy. And so that's been fun. So even though I'm targeting women, it's been really fun to see. I mean, it's a great workout for men too. It's just that, like I said, men don't tend to jump on the YouTube. They tend to want to go, you know, high five their, their buddy at the gym or something, but, um, and they don't tend to have that same motherly instinct of I need to be around the house and with the kids and all of those activities. But it has been fun to see the couples do that together. And so I'm like, yay, that's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You mentioned um, at the beginning that it helps you to work out because you were able to have peace about it because you could be there, where, you know, where the baby is. It wasn't another drop-off situation. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And I think that is so valuable because again, that brings in added peace, which equals joy. And, and also it's easier to commit when you can hop out of bed, change your clothes, boom, you're there, you're at your home gym. Yes. Yes. And then like, I even had a post maybe a year ago where my son came in and I was getting ready to film and, you know, he's hugging me goodbye and he's doing some stuff and he had to check something. And I'm like, this is why I'm here. This is why I'm doing it here is because I didn't want to miss that moment. Right. Here's my teenage son hugging me. Don't miss those moments. <laughs> 
<laughs> and um, for those of you that are just listening, she is very fit too. I love shoulders and she has the best shoulders. So what she's doing works. Look at those arms. Yes. Um, so if you don't think that you can achieve a high level of fitness at home, you are way wrong. And she's going to show you. So make sure that you check out her YouTube and I will be sending my clients there in droves. I'm so excited about it. Um, so one last thing that I want to end on because we have touched on the importance of gratitude. Would mm -hmm. you mind sharing three things that you are grateful for today? Oh man, only three, right? <laughs> you can go far beyond if you want. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am grateful for um, my husband. We've been high school sweethearts and we've now been married 26 years and he's my best friend. And he, I mean, he supported me. He's getting all the podcast stuff ready for me. And he is my he's such an encourager. So I am so grateful for him and our relationship. I am grateful for um, two boys that love Jesus and love their family and like their family. So I'm so grateful that we enjoy time together because that's one of my favorite activities is just traveling or playing games, just being together. And then I'm grateful for my dog because, um, he's not going to leave home. <laughs> I'm dealing with that age of my kids getting ready to think about them moving out. And I have a dog now so that I don't have one of my kids move away and get married or anything like that. So that's my grateful, my gratefulness of my dogs. Like, oh, I know you're not going to move away. So I can keep one baby in the house. <laughs> if, if I ever have loved anything in answer, that's it. My dog goes everywhere with me. Um, I am that crazy dog lady and I love it. And, and so I can appreciate that so much, but um, your gratitude list is it's just so perfect, I think, for this audience because the number one reason that women want me to help them change their health and their life is so that they can be present with their families. Mm -hmm. It's almost always the number one. I want to be alive to watch my children grow up because mm -hmm. some of them are in pretty serious situations. Or I want to be present. I feel terrible all the time. I don't have the energy to even go outside with them. And I, I'm I'm so moody. I just don't want to do anything. And I hate it. I want to be the mom that I know, you know, they feel like they are trapped in a body that is not theirs and they are dying to get out. And so mm -hmm. um, you are someone who has learned what it takes for your body specifically to be well. And so you get to take part in that. And that's beautiful. And that's hopefully a huge encouragement to many women out there that it is achievable. And we want that for you too. We yes. Do. Yes. That's my biggest goal is like, be the best version of yourself. Find that way, those tools to get the energy to do what you want to do and to enjoy that la that laughter, that life, all of that. And that encompasses, that's what we're, we're here to help support. Yes. And again, her YouTube channel is free. So zero dollars and zero cents. <laughs> so what are we waiting for? Um, <laughs> thank you so much. This was wonderful. I enjoyed this. Um, and I am really excited to have you back after a couple of episodes and let's dive deeper into, um, some other topics that women are, are loving to hear about. Um, and that is going to be a wrap for today's show. Um, so y'all join us next time on the landing spot and be well. 
Thank you so much for listening today. We hope that you got a lot out of that episode. We have some more powerful episodes coming up. If you are interested in locking arms with us to get this information out and empowering women to get their health back, it really helps us if you will subscribe to this channel as well as rating and reviewing the show. If you're interested in talking one-on-one about your personal health journey, I'm happy to do that too. You can find me on Instagram at Allison Health Coach Noe. I will put that in the show notes as well as my email address, wholestoryhealth at gmail.com. You guys have a great day. We will see y'all next time. That's a wrap for this one.